Hello and welcome to Black Eye the Podcast, the podcast where I share my perspective on life through my eyes. Hello guys and welcome to episode 6. Today we're going to be talking about loneliness. How's everyone doing? Um, it's been an interesting <laughs> it's been an interesting week or so. I think the clock's going back of that actually affected me more than I expected. So it's technically 6.30 now but it feels like 7.30 which is the time it would be so it feels later than it is. So I feel further ahead in the day than it actually is. And then in the mornings, I've been waking up at 6.30 naturally, which is good because I was trying to start waking up earlier, but it, it's actually only 7.30, so I'm not really doing much more. But, you know, um, but the change in the in the light, I think, always affects me. I don't know if it affects other people, but if they call it sad. I don't think I have sad. I just think it just makes me a bit groggy for a bit. Then I kind of get used to it, but it's obviously, it's much darker now than it would normally be. So typically after work, if I was going to pop to the shop or something and buy some food, that would be something I could do and I, it would still be light. Now it's still very dark. So there's that to kind of deal with. Despite all of that, I do quite like, um, I'm quite a big fan of, I don't know if it's technically winter now, I guess because so, it's getting to November, but I am more a fan of the colder months. I think it's nicer when you can kind of just snuggle up and stay at home, enjoy the warmth of your house if you can afford heating in this crisis and you know plans start dying down people are less busy you have more time to kind of like just chill and watch tv or maybe if you want to get back into doing yoga or whatever or reading just there's more internal time and more personal time which i like i think it makes me feel more grounded and more refreshed but it is interesting going from what i think has been quite a busy busy year for me um just lots of stuff with work and lots of like creative stuff and lots of family stuff and just lots of travel and lots of running around and seeing people and buying a new house there's lots of things I haven't had time to really fully enjoy like even the flat just getting time to be in the flat most most of the days during the week now whereas typically in summer you know you have plans throughout the throughout the um throughout the week on the weekday it's just seeing people for dinners and drinks and stuff that's kind of starting to die down I do feel a bit more like I'm able to just during the week enjoy the week itself and relax or decompress or do what I feel like I need on that day rather than being guided by my plans and my calendar and then on the weekends doing stuff even on the weekends now I feel like I've like last two weekends have been a bit quieter during the day like this weekend I had all Saturday day and all Sunday day with myself and I kind of had just a few things I did in the evening like saw friends um saw that went to the fireworks uh, on Saturday but it is nice to have just more time to kind of reflect and um and, and decompress I'm enjoying it it's getting colder and I haven't had to use the heat heating yet since I've lived here. And I'm trying to hold off to till December just because obviously I don't want to, I live on my own. I don't want to get like lumped with a crazy fuel charge or bill, electricity bill. I'm currently dealing with a bill for my old flat that's in excess of 1.5k. So that's really fun. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, my little musings on, on the changes of the season, the change of the time and change of the amount of light we get. But I hope everyone's doing okay and how everyone's managing to, managing to adjust uh, and take more time to just relax and reflect onto the episode. So this week's episode is um, about loneliness and the inspiration for this episode came to me whilst I was at a, I was at Soho House, invited by a friend. I don't have a membership yet, sadly. I have applied and I'm waiting to hear back. But I was at Soho House and um, the Sugar Bays were performing. It was one of their like special events, special guest events. And oddly enough, one of the people I saw there was a guy probably in his 50s, um, 40s, 50s, uh, long beard, uh, glasses, bit of a stocky guy, shaved head, and he was on his own. And he was on his own there, just like rocking along to the music, singing along, recording, and he looked like he was having a great time. And it made me think about 
the value of being able to be alone but also I guess loneliness and how that can kind of um manifest itself in different ways and I think it's something that people we all kind of can go through at different stages in our lives in different different in different ways but it's interesting how you can you know be with people and feel alone <laughs> it's funny how you can kind of go through waves of different types of loneliness you can be alone um and not feel lonely because you're good in your own company and you can be with people and then also feel lonely so it's interesting but I just I wanted to kind of talk today about you know loneliness and I think it's something that I've definitely felt different stages of my life and you know loneliness I know is definitely certainly on the rise in the UK population I think as well given with with the way our generation is so engaged online and way more active in that space there's a lot less physical interaction I think that can also kind of spur on feelings of loneliness in people in, in different ways and can kind of it can be hard to you know find out where you stand with with things and groups of people and where you kind of fit in and, and like going back to I guess early days I was never someone that ha that had like um like a, a, a group at school let's say I think I was always I had friends I had a lot of friends um I'm blowing my own trumpet but I did have friends but I wasn't I didn't have like you know there were, there were always those those girls or guys that had a group of four or five or whatever that you know every weekend they knew that was their group and they'd be like what's what are people up to and they'd sort out stuff for that group so if it was a holiday that would be the four and if it was going to the cinema or dinner or having a sleepover or have like coming arriving at a party together or pre's for stuff that was always kind of the group I didn't really have that I had like various different groups that I was friendly with and part a part of in different ways but I wasn't necessarily like I wouldn't say like a solidified member of that group throughout school at least and that was always an interesting one because I liked being able to you know think who do I want to go and see at this lunch break or this break time or you know who do I want to kind of maybe hang out with this weekend or who do I want to spend this free period with and it wasn't I wasn't ever constrained to oh like my group isn't here so I'm kind of wouldn't have to just be by myself it was it wasn't odd for me to kind of you know flirt across different friendship lines and engage with people in different ways and that was always nice but it did mean that at times on the other side on the flip side that because people assumed you were you know friendly with other people had other groups that people would either assume maybe that you had plans or assume that you had things sorts they didn't really account you for stuff so there would be holidays that I wasn't invited to there would be um, events I wasn't invited to or things happening on the weekend I wouldn't be told about them when I you know find out about them on the Monday back at school people would be oh I thought it was just sorry just you didn't really cross our mind in, in that way not in a horrible way that's just generally you know how people felt about things and so that was always interesting and I even I think up until now I still kind of as an adult or adult should I say I kind of still I don't nest. I wouldn't say I have like a group. I think I have like friends that overlap and friends that I can come sometimes combine and merge. But within that, there are different, many different Venns overlapping in different ways and that kind of cross and and um, sometimes they align and it's great because you know you have like a friend, few friends from home, meeting with like some friends from uni and then people that you've met through work and it's great. But those are kind of like I think if there's a house party or there's like maybe I'm having a birthday celebration or someone's doing something and my friend's like, what are you up to? And I ask if they can come along and they tag along. But there isn't necessarily, I don't think I have like a, and this is not me like bemoaning saying my friendships aren't good enough. It's just me just saying that I don't necessarily have like a, this is my, these are my guys or whatever, or my gals or whatever. And so I think it can even be sometimes when you don't have plans, and this is coming on to loneliness, when you don't have plans or things prearranged or things to do, that you can kind of, um, you're sat about kind of, you know, besides yourself kind of like, well, I would like to do something um but I don't know who to ask because I haven't spoken to this person in a few weeks and I, I kind of saw them for dinner like a week or two ago but okay fine maybe they're 
they might have plans so i guess maybe i'm not gonna ask them and it's okay well that group or if they were doing something by now they probably would have told me so maybe i'm not gonna ask them and then this person well you know what would we do it's late notice and like just me and one person hanging out like it's kind of like what am i going to say to them do on a saturday and so you kind of go through this cycle of like not really knowing like i guess where you should fit or what, what you would do and so then it becomes a point of like okay well i guess and this kind of comes back to what i was saying before about how i feel like my my social plans and my calendar is kind of guides me rather than me kind of getting the things i have going to are things that i've been invited to and things that people are doing rather than me like going to things or doing things that i have set up or things that have been organized by me or with my friendship group or whatever because i think i just kind of when people oh i'm doing this thing and we're like i'm inviting a few people do you want to come i'm having a new year's eve party or like there's a birthday or a party or something do you want to come to uh and i think sometimes it's in those moments when you can kind of feel like oh well you know i wish i wish i had some thing to do or someone to kind of hang out with or like you know a friend that would just you know always be free and we always did stuff together um and I do have friends like that as well don't get me wrong but I think you know it, it can be one of those things where it kind of varies and I, at school I definitely felt you know a lot of the weekends I didn't have a lot on because I just was I also lived very far away from school so a few of my friends that did overlap like they would be they'd had a group but they all lived locally so they would just say on a Saturday who wants to go to the park and kick a ball around obviously I don't play football but you know those those kind of last minute plans that people did where it was just like who wants to go and do this and then they would all just kind of be like yeah I'm free and then that would kind of happen or you know I had people around to play video games or whatever but obviously they're not going to ask me if I want to come if it's going to take me an hour and a half to get there and then I have to leave and get home by a certain time because I live far away so that kind of was tough as well and there are a lot of times where I kind of would just be and I remember as a kid being bored is it's like I don't get it a lot now as an adult because I'm busy and like things have things occupy me and things I always have to do I'm kind of like life admin tasks and stuff and whatever and seeing friends and cleaning and taking care of doji and whatever but um yes it's I remember being so bored sometimes as a kid on the weekends like in the summer holidays when people don't speak as much because you know at school you're seeing people at school you do stuff a lot at school then you end up kind of saying oh like we're doing this this weekend or who wants to come to this like thing at my house my parents are away for the weekend whatever um in the summer holidays i had friends that every day would be hanging out with the same friends and going to the park and drinking and doing whatever you're supposed to drink when you're at that age but anyway people were drinking um and i would kind of my plans would normally be on the weekends when i say hey who wants to do this but typically during the week i would just wake up go downstairs um like i don't know like have some breakfast didn't have an ipad or a phone then so or i did have a phone but it was not a real phone sorry you're gonna go because i'm exhausted um and then i would just watch tv i guess like watch tv and then watch all of the disney channel specials go to nickelodeon filter around and pair with my brother and sister and then that would kind of be my parents came home um and then i'd have dinner but you kind of as a kid you do feel the time like i'd be up till 2 a.m every night anyway finding stuff to do like games to play and things to read and whatever but I wouldn't say, it wasn't necessarily like loneliness, which is, which that was more boredom. But I remember it being so boring that like, I'd be like restless beyond, and again, this kind of comes back to now my diagnosis of having ADHD when I didn't have things to do or things to like, that I had to go to and get to and that would occupy my mind, my time. It would be kind of like actually like physically painful being that bored all the time. Um, but I wouldn't say I felt lonely. I just was a bit like, I wish I had a group, but then when I was back at school, it was fine. I was busy and I had friends. Um, as an adult, I think loneliness can be different because I, you know, I've had scenarios where I've li- I lived with a, a person, a roommate, you know, when I first moved to London that I didn't know from before. And we got on for the first few weeks, first few months, and then it just kind of went sour. And I remember being so lonely then because, you know, you can't have plans every day of the week. You kind of have to go back to your space. 
and it it's not nice when you don't like the place you live because then you end up when it gets towards the end of the day you start dreading having to return and for me it was always like not wanting to leave work so I'd work later I'd, I'd ask anyone who's around at work to have a drink or I'd try and make sure I had plans every day of the week and so I didn't have to go home so I went, when I went home I didn't want to see him because it was actually a pretty horrible intense situation so I would kind of just I would make my dinner on the basis that he was wasn't in the kitchen so if he was I'd go back and then come back later which meant I was eating late and then I would just stay in my I'd eat in my room and then I'd sit in my bed I didn't have a desk in my, be- in my room not that I would use that because I watch TV in bed anyway but I'd just be sat in my in my room at my desk um, sorry in my bed and after I'd have my dinner I would just be watching TV for hours and I'd kind of that's when I got to got into watching The Only Way is Essex because it was like there were like 24 series or 30 series I've only watched I've not even finished it yet but I would kind of just put it on and it was something you could get invested into the storyline and then watch I watched a lot of TV then but I was just kind of my evenings were just me sat by myself watching TV and that was very lonely um and it got to a point where I kind of started to, to get like, you know, saddened by it. And I had to kind of make the choice to be like, okay, I'm going to get out of the situation because it isn't, isn't very enjoyable. But that was a very, because obviously it's, I wasn't alone. There was someone literally between, like literally between the wall was next to me and in, in the same house. And we would obviously like every now and then, how are you? How's your day? Yeah, good, thanks, fine, kind of thing. Very simple, but it was very civil and not like a, a like a amicable friendship or like situation. And obviously you go to the office and, you're with people all day working and you have team meetings and your projects and your calls and you have lunch with people um and I would have plans in the evening I would have plans on the weekend but it was just going back home or like say on the Saturday if I had no plans I'd just be rolling around in bed and kind of like not being in the living room and I'd try make I'd make things to do to get out of the house by myself but I'd still be kind of bored and felt and that was quite lonely at a time um and then I was watching a video today of this this youtuber called Hins and he was talking about the art of being alone and not being lonely and I think everyone has a difference in personality and we know we all we hear lots about introvert and extroverts and the mix and the blend between the two that sits in the middle and how that kind of can present in different ways And I definitely think I'm someone that is extroverted in behavior but I think introverted in personality and so I or in I guess introverted in um internal internal style like externally I present as an extrovert but I'm actually very like I think my preference would be to behave as introverted but I naturally just I'm an extrovert and I, I I'm talkative and I'm very good at meeting strangers and I'm like not a nervous person but I do really also like I need a few hours a day at least on my own to just kind of think about how I feel and like relax and like catch up on like memes or whatever or go on Twitter or TikTok or just read the news and just plan and think what I wanted to get done for myself about the week and be reflective. I need a lot of pensive time just to reflect and that's when we in bed with me when I'm watching TV I'm thinking at the same time okay how was today what did I think about today like what do I need to get done this week what, what have I not got done so just kind of like keeping things ticking over um and so if I end up going on holiday with people and I'm together with people non-stop for five days, it just drains my battery. But typically I do love being around people. But then also sometimes I'm at events and I just really want to go home. I just don't really fancy being in the situation because I probably, you know, use my social battery to a certain extent. Um, but I, it's interesting because you would probably wouldn't expect that if you if you just met me or if you didn't know me super well. But a lot of my close friends know that I get into stages where I'm just like, I don't really want to talk to people, see people. And it, it kind of like, I'm sure everyone has that. But, you know, I think that can probably also affect your your um, response to being alone and how lonely you feel. And this is what Hins was saying, is that people have different personality types. Some people are extroverted, some people are introverted. Um, and some people like to be alone, some people need time to be alone. But I, I've definitely learned to... 
I think, better manage being alone and what comes with it and how that kind of balances out and plays in, in life generally. So I think at uni, I went through kind of phases of just being like, you know, going through tough times at uni. It's hard for everyone you, when you move to uni. You're on your own uh, in a new city and I didn't really know any people that well and I kind of made a friend, I made friends in the first few weeks, well, obviously first few weeks or so, but you don't spend a, an intense amount of time together because everyone's still kind of figuring out how to balance uni and studying and lectures and all that kind of stuff in the, the new city. And so you know you hang out with people and then kind of go back to your room and I had a lot of time on my on my own then to kind of think and I was talking to my friends a lot who was either at uni also or still like I had another year of school or doing a gap year um but then that quickly went from feeling lonely and then I felt kind of integrated and I had friends I had people to hang out with but then I think as you know second year third year when uni got intense and it was busy and studying and the pressure of everything kind of came around I, I would often like I spent a lot of time in my room working studying revising or in my bed watching tv and I, I was someone that was stay up late I didn't really sleep very well at uni and I spent a lot of time alone but I wouldn't say I felt lonely because I know I knew I had a lot of friends around me and I obviously lived in a house at one point with 14 people half of which were not my friends but half, half of which were but I didn't feel lonely because I knew when I needed people to hang out with and I'd pop they pop into my room or I pop into theirs and we watch tv for whatever amount of hours and then fall asleep and then whatever people to go out with and there are always things happening at uni it's always busy and again with uni I think because everyone was so close my friends all live very close to each other it would just be a case of saying like do you want to watch a film tonight then you go over do you want to get takeaway whatever do you want for dinner or a drink and that kind of happened that was fine and that wasn't hard to kind of that wasn't a hard space to live in um but that's kind of my example of how you can be alone and not feel lonely but again back to my back to my example of the, the guy at the sugar babes my bald-headed bearded man and I, I was questioning I was thinking about this episode does he did he feel lonely in that moment when he was stood at a concert with probably about a good 100 plus people um and most people I think everyone I basically saw was either in a pair or in a group and they were talking to each other and he had no one to to talk to um no he wasn't with anyone and I I thought actually like why would that be a sad or bad thing and I've actually tried to reframe my thinking because I think as a society we're at a stage now where you kind of looking busy and being with people all the time and being out all the time being at events is really lauded as like being this thing that we all strive to attain like constantly traveling and the holidays and parties and events and weddings but there's also value in resiliency and in, in independence and individuality and just being able to be your own person and i want to go to this thing and i want no one to go with because the people are busy or whatever reason i'm gonna go and schedules done a line or just I have no one to actually physically go with why should you not still be able to go to that event and enjoy that thing that you want to do just because other people aren't available or just because your schedules don't align and I've kind of there have been times and this is, I was saying on the podcast I think last week or the week before um last Monday I had a free evening and I didn't even ask I just wanted to go and see the film and I just thought well I'm just gonna go on my own so I got the bus to Leicester Square and I went and saw a film and it actually was nice to be outside and be doing something and be alone and have the time like walking on the bus to just chat to myself or like get through texts and emails or just like read the news and then like in the cinema just kind of like really taking the film because I find sometimes I'm quite particular with films I like to take them in and people love people like to like whisper I don't mind a whisper or two but people sometimes like to talk to you when you go with friends and that can be distracting um but it was nice it wasn't that busy and I just sat and I really just was fully immersed in the film for that two and a half hours wasn't thinking about anything else and it's good for me I think to sometimes have activities where I'm engaging my mind it's passive I guess but still I'm engaging my brain in a way that feels rewarding and useful and also kind of like gaining some kind of 
positive response from the activity so watching a film is nice or like maybe going to a class or like going shopping or cooking but something that I'm doing that isn't necessarily super strenuous but it's still enjoyable uh and it was really nice and I think I want to start doing more things like that like popping to the popping to a gallery not like ghost galleries but something I want to start doing or you know going to see a play or like going to see see a film on my own because it's good to have resolve in yourself and Hins was saying this in his video that he is never lonely when he's alone because he's in good company and he's able to deal with being in his own company and that's something I've had to learn very rapidly since living here alone it's been so we're now in November I moved here in July so August September October November so four months now and I've never lived alone before um and it's been it's actually I'm surprised it's been four months it feels it doesn't feel that long so I'm kind of a third way through of a year and it's actually it's very different and it's still taking some getting used to but I do think on the whole I'm definitely enjoying it what is different is that when you live with someone a majority of the nights of the week you're going to have that person come home because people don't have plans every day of the week so it means you have someone to just like that isn't a work person and like work friends are great but I think if you're at work and you see people at work kind of that gets muddied with the whole work kind of lens but coming home and just having a friend to come back and catch you in the dinner whilst making kitchen and be like, how was your day? And you can actually just talk about something that annoys you or like share your like non-work perspective on life or just hear them talk about their day and then moaning about their manager or like a funny story when they were at the shop just now or like something their grandma said on the phone. You kind of get that like deep connection from a friend, that engagement that's really valuable that you can kind of garner some kind of, um, makes you feel like a human, makes you feel like you're alive and connecting with people. So that is not here. But then at the same time, it is nice that when I come home, I get to choose completely what I want to do so sometimes I want to just go straight to bed and watch tv and I always you know when you have a housemate it's nice hanging out so you kind of if you don't do that sometimes you can feel a bit like you're isolating someone who might want to have a nice evening with the person they chose to live with um if I want to do content and stuff like today I'm just recording the podcast in the living room and I can do it whatever time I want and I can kind of leave my lights out and whatever that's fine if I want to cook and like have music playing or if I want to like have friends over for dinner and I want to have like five people over for dinner I want to have like pre's or afters at mine on a Saturday I want to have people around for like a drinks night or games night that I get that full control and that's nice but it it the thing about living alone is that it's fully in your control it's fully in your balance you get to decide when you're free when you're alone and when you have people around and you can kind of it's good because you get to see a duality of the space because you can see it well for example now it's just me and my cat uh, and it's silent but then sometimes when I've been here before, like I go to the toilet and come back and look and I see like my friends in here and it's super nice to see that like this space can house that kind of energy and I can have friends like on the sofa and I have people staying over all the time and I don't have to worry about that and my sister stays when she goes out and stuff. And so that's always a nice thing to be able to do. And so, I yeah, it's just been, it's been interesting because I've had to learn to find ways to fill my time when I don't have things to do. So if I'm like, you know, I keep thinking of this phrase at, at, at an end at wits, no, what's the word? I'll think about it and I'll try and remember for later but um, I'm trying to find things to do when I haven't got any I'm at a loose end I'm basically what I'm trying to say where I've I've got like a few hours left and I want to do something it's like okay well normally I just go and be like oh hey like do, do you want to watch a film or do you want to go for a talk do you want to go for a drink or something when, when I live with people now I have to think okay well I could watch Netflix or I could maybe like do some cleaning or some admin or I could do some reading or I could like do some research but I'm kind of like getting better at having my bill of things that I kind of do when I have extra time that I haven't planned for I haven't allocated and it's nice to again not have every second of the day allocated and kind of be able to do that um but the question is right do I, do I feel lonely living alone no I wouldn't say I don't feel lonely I definitely feel more alone like by definition and practically than I was you know four months ago 
but I don't feel lonely. I think if like I've anytime I've asked people to come over to see the flat, they have done. And again, I have luckily I have friends that live like not too far away in either direction. So it, it's lucky for me that if I want to kind of see someone, I can. I've also have been lucky to have like a friend stay for a week and then a few weeks for free with me. And then I had another friend come stay for a week and I've had family come. So I, I definitely keep being kept busy by those kind of things. Um, but it's nice. Um, but I wanted to say like going back to the, the value of learning or being able to be alone. I had a friend before that could not bear to be alone and just always had to be around people and was constantly like making plans nonstop to fill all their time. And if they didn't have plans on like a, they pride themselves on showing their calendar and being like, wow, like look at my, my, for the next few months, I'm so busy. I've not got any days free or whatever. And having something every school night and then on the weekend, like two plans here, three plans on a Sunday. And, and if they didn't have plans, then they would be, they call me and would just be on the phone to me for hours because they couldn't bear to be alone. And they, once they finished calling me, they call their other friend and then they call their mum. And it became this thing where I could really quickly notice that this person was desperately avoiding being alone with themselves. And it, it made me a bit uncomfortable because I was, I felt like I was being used as a time filler hey do you want to come around and do this hey do you want to come and do that do you want to go see this thing let's go for a drink and I was like well go for a drink I just saw you like yesterday but it was just like doing things for the sake of filling the time and so that really made me actually like take stock and think about you know that I am able to be alone I don't mind like having my being my own company and during during lockdown for example um the first or second one when it was summer um I was on my own in my flat my housemate had gone back home and I was probably living alone for I think three, four weeks and I was absolutely fine. I was working, so I had loads of calls and I had a, f- a friend or two that I would meet and walk with locally. Or maybe, no, actually, no, I didn't, think I, had, I didn't have any friends to walk with. Um, I was just on my own and I filled the time. I watched a lot of TV, caught up on a lot of sleep, um, did a lot of walking um, and just relaxed. I spent some time reading. I did some, t- I tidied up my space. I got rid of some clothes, but I managed to fill my days, a lot of drinking as well, a lot of FaceTime calls and a lot of like, you know, house parties and things. But it wasn't, for me, it was actually nice to have the time to just, and where, how often do you get time in life to just be on your own and reset, unless you go and live abroad, but even then you still kind of go to shops and have to go to work and be in the office and see people. I had so much time alone um, that I really got to I think just reflect and kind of reset and rebalance myself as a person and that and that was really nice so I, I I think I have the ability to and the friend I was talking about didn't and it kind of was hard for them really hard for them during lockdown when they were trapped with the house that they were living with they hadn't lived with before and they weren't like super close with and they couldn't see their family or they had to choose between being with their family or being in London being able to walk with friends and that was hard for them but I think it's something we all have to learn and as a skill at home because at times you might have to like travel for work or like you have a free weekend by yourself are you going to drive yourself crazy because you can't be on your own or maybe you have to just I don't know you, you just haven't got plans at a certain point you know maybe it's not as busy or friends are away or your, your best friends aren't available and it's also aside from the like plans part it's good to be able to sit with yourself and be alone and be comfortable with like filling your time and then nurturing yourself and self-care and figuring out what you're comfortable with and what you want to do when you have free time and just taking a bath or like sleeping and having a nap instead or like reading or really getting into like a wormhole in, on YouTube or like watching a series and like building that kind of relationship with yourself so you can kind of like be comfortable on your own and something I think that's really important and that a lot of people don't have the ability to do yet and I would encourage people to kind of look into it and get into it because it's definitely something that's worth it's worth its grain I think it's definitely something that I think it's really important to do so yeah I think if you are someone who um feels alone or lonely it's not uncommon um it's on the rise in in this day and age uh and I think it, again as I said at the start it's not completely um impossible to imagine especially given with social media you s- when you go on um, I was having this conversation with some friends on the weekend Instagram is a weird place because you kind of see people showing the best and the most fun things so you see people posting 
when they're out, when they're at dinner, or they're at a party or a house party or like on holiday. And so if you're someone that say maybe you've not had a lot of plans this week or you've not been out much or you, do, you haven't seen your friends or you've kind of just spent a lot of time on your own, that can be even more othering, make you feel more alone because you kind of feel like you're not living a life. And it can seem like people are always busy because people don't post when they're on their own doing nothing. Um, and so, yeah, it's, I think it's like something that happens. If you feel perpetually alone, I think please do make sure you reach out to some friends and arrange stuff. And also I think part of it is being taking ownership of like the situation you're in and if you don't like it then trying to see what you can do to push yourself to get out of that so if it's you know saying to your friends i had this to the friend recently saying they felt lonely i just said well let's just do one thing each week to see each other um and so just saying hey i like would love to do this thing with you each week if it's going rock climbing which i don't do because i don't like rock climbing but um if it's like going on a walk or like don't go into a class or seeing a film or whatever like start something that can be like a an activity or like a what's the word not ritual but a habit or a, re- a routine thing like a, a rescheduled thing a re- I can't even think I can't phrase myself properly a reoccurring event that you can do um that you always do with someone and that's something to look forward to and also like secondly I think it's good to learn to also enjoy your own company company and find things you can do with yourself that you feel fulfill you and help pass the time but yeah um that's that's my take on loneliness guys so um Timmy's takes this week so Twitter as we all have probably seen uh, over the last few months, Elon Musk is buying Twitter. He made a bid and then pulled out, which was actually a breach of the terms because he made a binding offer. And then there was going to be this whole kind of legal battle. And then he now is back in the bid and he's actually going to acquire the company and it's going ahead. And he's been tweeting saying things he's going to do um, when he takes over. And one of the things he's announced is that he's going to um, make people pay eight dollars a month to maintain their verified status or tick or to to have a verified tick um for all the big influencers like probably doesn't mean anything because they can afford that but people are saying they're going to boycott the app and it's the end of the world and elon's been tweeting saying you know abuse me as much as you want it's still going to cost eight dollars and it's interesting because i think realistically um i don't think it's that crazy i don't use twitter a lot um and i also don't have a verified tick and i don't really feel the need to have one i think the tick is kind of a, was it makes sense for like actual celebrities because you had a lot of I remember growing up a lot of parody accounts and fake accounts that would amass loads of followers. So it's useful to differentiate yourself. And obviously, as a celebrity, like your management will just pay that fee for you. It's fine. As an influencer, fine. I guess if like f- for me now, if I wanted to kind of get some kind of status and be seen as more important, I could pay eight eight dollars a month. But I don't really feel the need to because I again like I don't use Twitter that much. And again, I also think it's more a commentary on society and our, on our and our perception on um, status and how having it, something makes you more important. And so if you get verified and that kind of means that you've been you've been signed off by the twitter gods or the apps to say that you're legit and real and that makes you cooler and and more special but at the end of the day it is just another subscription we all pay for netflix we all pay for amazon prime we all pay for if you do like spotify or apple music i do pay for apple music there's youtube premium all these things that you kind of like apps that were free before have now become priced and so twitter and people have been saying which is funny actually the black community on twitter have been saying for years that twitter is too good to be free because some of the things i see on there some of the tweets or the responses or the threads are just so so funny it's probably the funniest platform because i like reading things i think are different because you can kind of take it in your own voice and it's more of like a narrative to it uh, compared to like short form videos on on um, tiktok reels and instagram although i, I do also really like tiktok um but elon musk is a businessman and he's thinking of ways to generate more money and capitalize off of um the mass audience and the usage of twitter and it being free you know there are so many people that verify they're going to instantly just pay to have that verification carry on when the app gets changed um which is a massive influx of money and then you also have people that have wanted to be verified but couldn't get verified for whatever reason will not be verified then you also have people that just want to have a tick to 
say that they're verified or look cool even though they have like 200 followers again like can do that and so it's a way for him to generate money for the app and also it's created a lot of buzz right like elon musk is as much as he's crazy woman's calling and does these weird things he's very smart and obviously knows what he's doing and so him saying that you know you have to pay for the app now to have the tick um it's been trending and it's like i searched now it's still trending now even though it's been going on for a, i think a few days now and people are talking about it and it's what it is is getting twitter more publicity and getting him more publicity and getting the app more publicity and getting the fact that he's buying the, the app um or the company more publicity and it's, get, it's creating a lot of fanfare and um they would say well for celebrities at least all news is good news so i mean he's, he's kind of getting what he wants and also the thing is like he keeps tweeting that no one can stop him and i guess like really is the ceo of the company or the owner of the company he probably can do it and i don't think there are many financial arguments against generating money for the app like the shareholders are going to love that so um it's just interesting i don't know what people think i generally I, I genuinely um do not mind at all because i'm not going to pay for the tick um and if one day i need to because i have a number of followers and i want to differentiate myself from like my parody accounts or like fake accounts which would be crazy to have to deal with if that ever happens then i will i'll just pay the eight dollars um but Otherwise, I'm going to keep tweeting, which I tweet like once a month. I just retweet stuff. I go and unlike stuff. I barely tweet. I'm a bit of a ghost, a bit of an egg. I have a profile. I used to tweet and then I don't have the bandwidth to remember to go on and keep tweeting funny things as they happen because I'm dealing with 50 million other social platforms and texting and WhatsApp and whatever. So I don't. But yeah, that's what I think. I think it's not it's not the end of the world. If you want to pay for it, pay for it. And if you don't, don't. Um, same as Amazon Prime. You can use the standard Amazon. You just pay for delivery each time. People should just do what they want um but it seems like elon musk is also going to do what he wants so we've got to we got to deal with it okay guys that's the end of episode six thank you for listening to my episode today on loneliness if you liked it please be sure to subscribe if you haven't already um is it subscribe or follow follow the podcast and also again as i always say leave a review on on um on apple reviews it makes all the difference and yeah share it with a friend share it on your story follow the instagram page at black pod um and also yeah if you really like it leave a leave a review or comment on apple Apple podcast it means a lot but I appreciate everyone for listening and watching and and, um have a good week I hope you get used to the weather adjustment and I'll see you guys on next week's episode goodbye